Good morning. It is November 19th and we are creeping up fast on this psychic fair that is coming um, to town. Coming to town, our carnival of freaks here in Cincinnati. Let me turn this heater down. It's probably all you can hear. Um, yeah, so my friend sends me this ad, not this ad, this news interview with Victor Peruto, which is the gentleman who created the Victory of Light Festival that takes place twice a year at the Sharonville Convention Center. Um, April, once in April, once in November. And like my friend Jacob said the other day, he's like, I'm so glad they do it twice a year. And, you know, we get to re-up on our energy in this area. Um, because all of the like-minded people around this area go to that. And it gets bigger every year because people are starting to come from other states to come to it. So, um, Ohio is just this hotbed of energy. Like, it's like the new Sedona, I believe. Because um, there's just, I mean, I know there's people out there everywhere, all over the place. But there is people here that, you know, work on a lot of projects together. And I know there's... Um, a couple of big festivals. We have the Serpent Mound here, which is that sacred um, burial ground over in, oh, what is the name of that? Peebles, Ohio, I think. And we went out there. It takes about an hour to get there from my house. And we meditated at the head of that snake. And it's like um, this mound that was built on a crater. Oh my goodness. Do you want my brights? Goodness. But anyways, <laughs> people are irritating. <laughs> yes, I am like that sometimes. I'm not always positive. You guys know that. Like when people cut me off or whatever, you'll hear me cuss. So it's like, um, I must be attracting that for some reason, but, um, being a little pissy bitch or something. I don't know. But anyways, so the the Serpent Mound is built over a crater that was made when an asteroid hit Earth. And then the the Native Americans at the time built that sacred um, mound with the in the the symbolism or in the shape of the snake, which we all know is in reference to the kundalini energy rising from the base of the root chakra out through the crown. That is basically putting you at the center of your, you are between the divine and mother earth. Like you are grounding light into mother earth kind of thing. And not only that, but as the Kundalini rises, you um, become much more wise, much more healthy. Um, you can expand them, the energy centers, the chakras, and um, you know, develop certain gifts and different stages of health and you know it, it really helps people to get aligned with the divine you know and there's many different ways you can do that you don't have to use the chakra system to get in line with the divine but um that it's basically through meditation and going within that you develop these centers or some people are just really super evolved and they're already you know plenty activated when they come in. So, um, but anyways, that, that awesome monument is here in Ohio and, um, which I consider to be, and they always called it that for a long time. Um, the heart of 
America, you know, it's actually shaped like a heart. So I love that I was actually brought in and, and decided to come in to Ohio when I was born, you know, cause you know, they say we pick all, all of it out. We pick our parents, we pick our journey, you know, and I just think it's amazing that I ended up being in one of the most energetic hotbeds of the United States. You know what I mean? Cause you go out there two States away and you don't hardly hear, this is still something that may not be talked about as often, but Ohio embraces it. We have so much energy here. It's like such a blessing to live here. <clears throat> but anyways, so we have the victory of light on the 23rd and 24th. So, um, we've got a woman named Lisa Williams coming and maybe a lot of, you know, what, who she is, because apparently she's on quite a few television shows and interviews and I, and Oprah and things of that nature. And I'm like, I've never heard of Lisa Williams, but it's quite the expensive ticket to be part of her audience. So, um, if the universe wants me there, that's fine. If not, it's like there's, there's 90 seminars. I got this video clip that Victor was actually, finally you turned off. Oh, what a bitch. Like, <laughs> but anyways, Victor was on channel 19, Fox 19 news. And my friend sent me a clip of it. She's like, I can't wait. I can't wait. And because, um, we sat in on his, um, mediumship, he was bringing messages, you know, from the other side to people. And I swear to God, I was sitting there in awe because I was like, every single one of these has reference to someone who's passed for me, you know, like, or, you know, as a collective, all the people I would like to talk to, I felt like through the other people's readings that there was something in each and every one of them from someone in my family that has crossed over. So it was like, I was getting my own little reading out of what was being said to the, 15 people that he actually pointed to in the audience and did the mediumship for. But anyways, I wasn't really super expecting to get one. It's just like, let the people who never get access to things like that, you know, get, get readings and stuff, you know, and I think I'm going to go ahead and try this year. I'm going to intend to be read at that because I would like Victor just to connect with my energy and see what's coming through. You know what I mean? Because my family is so fucking, they're like, ask for it, intend for it. Because I would like to see what they say from the other side with us being who we are. You know what I mean? Like with my magical woo-woo self and my woo-woo family <laughs> and not the gifts they pass down to me. You know, it's like, uh, it would be interesting to say, to see what my mom's perspective or my grandma's perspective is right now, or even my dad, you know, because my dad was so-called atheist while he was alive, but he is constantly trying to pop back in. Like one day I got in my car and I've told you about this when I was working at Trader's World, but maybe you didn't hear that part. But when I was doing the readings out there. I came outside. I was all juiced up from doing psychic readings, you know, loaded with that divine energy. And the, the higher vibration you get, the more connected with the other side you become, you know, because I think when you pass, everybody goes back to source and you become, you live in that higher realm of existence. And, um, 
your your soul is still existent and you live in what you would consider heaven which would be like fifth dimension full 5d where you can instantly manifest anything but they still know and they still see the third dimension because they're in a higher dimension you see what i'm saying you can see down you just can't see up unless you go up in vibration so which is what um Dr. Joe was talking about in one of his videos lately, what's going on in his workshops. Go look that up. Um, you know, he has an interview with Lilou Mace, who is from France, and she interviews a lot of people who are in metaphysics. And um, he's been having some interesting visuals in his um, advanced week-long workshops which I was supposed to go to a weekend workshop because I won a scholarship when I was working for Taste of Belgium. And then I decided not to take it because I wanted my stepson to have a good Christmas. And I had a $700 paycheck in my hand and it was in Philadelphia. And I, I said, I could go right now. I have the money in my hand. I can drive to Philadelphia and I have the money for the work. The workshop was paid for. It was like a $700 workshop. And then all I had to do was pay for a hotel room and gas. And I was like, I could totally go to this. But if I go to it, then is my stepson going to have a good Christmas? You know, and that's when I was working at Kohl's and stuff. And I said, you know what? I can't do this because I didn't know that my friend told me a year later. This is a year later. She's like, you should have went and the universe would have provided because you turned down something that was for you that was specifically given to you by the universe and even the time off opened up it was blacked out dates and um at the last minute we didn't have enough business at the warehouse at Kohl's and um they took voluntary time off for Saturday and Sunday which would have been perfect so the portal so to speak opened that's the space opened up, even though it was a blacked out date during peak season, then the money was in my hand. She said, you should have went because the next week you would have gotten overtime or something and you would have still had Christmas because you're supposed to fill your own cup first, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think about that. I could have come back all excited and charged up and in a really high vibration and I would have attracted or created more money for myself and it would have all worked out because they would have been like oh it's all the overtime you want or whatever and I would have been like oh my god this is perfect and I would still have both ways but I didn't know any better back then I just said I I don't want to give this up I want to make sure that someone else is taking care of you know <clears throat> because he was depend like his whole Christmas presents and all that were dependent on the money I was making right then because, you know, Brian wasn't, he had so many bills coming out of his ears that, you know, he was already struggling and I shouldn't be talking about that because I promised I wouldn't talk about that. But we, to, we needed to work together for Christmas to be good that year. You know what I mean? So anyways... Um, Dr. Joe's workshops are sold the fuck 
out, Dr. Joe Dispenza. So go on and look at his website and look at his meditations. Consider getting one of his meditations because they are fucking amazing. And I need to go in and get the pineal gland one because that's what they've been working on in order to reach that higher vibration and to reach the, the healing um, stuff that's cooking. You know what I mean? Like that they're doing in those workshops and it's really powerful. But specifically go in and look at Lilu Mace, his interview with Lilu Mace. There's a couple of them, but more specifically about what's happening in his workshop. So I'll just let you discover that on your own. But anyways, let's put it this way. He's getting assistance in his healing workshops and he was experiencing it and wasn't saying anything to anyone about it. And then people in his workshop started coming up saying that they were having that experience as well. So then he opened up about it because he's like, I thought I was just like hallucinating or something. But anyways, so when you move into a higher vibration, you can have experiences of things that don't normally exist in the realm of 3D consciousness. You see what I'm saying? And um, you're literally switching to a different timeline, like a parallel universe. If it's easier to understand in scientific terms, they call it quantum jumping. And quantum jumping can... It could be pretty hard on you if you if you go from one extreme to another. From what I understand, like it can make you feel like you're going crazy, and that's the last thing you want to do for yourself. Like the universe will just not do it if it if that's gonna if it's gonna have an adverse effect on you. But like this morning, I decided that you know I was going to ask for a specific amount of money so I would have my own money that I manifested to take with me to the Victory of Light Fair. You know, because I always just say, I just want to go for the seminars. That's all I want to go for. Well, I don't open a space there. I've just cut myself off from having any of the experiences because I've never said, okay, universe, I'd like to do this. I'd like to do this. I'd like to have a nice crystal. I'd like to have this. You know, I, I've always just said, I just go for the seminars. They're free, you know, and I learn. And I just caught myself saying it the other day. I'm like, no wonder I can't manifest anything more. I've not opened my mind enough to believe that the universe can make it happen. So anyways, I put some things into motion this morning because I'm like, I'd like to have a more full experience this year, you know, and you can't have it until you create a space for it. So um, if you can't see it for yourself, you can't receive it for yourself kind of thing. So um, anyways... Lisa Williams is going to be there. They always have amazing seminars. They have a boatload of crystals that you can choose from. They have people who make music that's very high vibrational. Um, they have um, everything from people who sell books and incense burners down to healers and readers. And I actually really wanted to... To be to the point where I could participate in this um, Victory of Light festival. And with what happened at the flea markets and such, it didn't work out that way. But that's okay because maybe the universe has something bigger in mind for me. The other big manifestation that I've been wanting, you know. And um, sometimes things you get a no because there's something bigger and better coming. You know what I mean? So... We'll just see how it pans out. And this, my friend Stanley is going to come 
this year because he is the friend who has the um, so-called tumor on his left kidney. And we have been working with um, angels and calling and healing from the universe to um, help dissolve that. We'd like to see it completely dissolved before he goes back and... Um, you know, has to get his whole left kidney removed. And they said he's been existing on one kidney at 100% excellent, excellent uh, operation. Like it's his kidney that is well is at 100%. You see what I'm saying? Like they were totally mystified as to how he was getting by with a tumor that's almost the size of his kidney for however long it took for that to grow. And they, they are estimating it could have been there for 10 years. Um, but anyway, so the universe makes things happen for a reason, right? So um, he's going to be down there with all those crystals and all that, you know, all those good vibes and maybe even have a healing experience down there with something um, the biomat people are there where it's crushed and pulverized amethyst and it looks like a table sized like a massage table sized heating pad is what it looks like and it's pulverized amethyst that um, is in a mat that you lay on on this massage table and they plug it into the wall and it adds an electrical current to it. So it amplifies the healing power of the amethyst. So um, now they're making lotions and creams and all kinds of stuff with pulverized amethyst in it. Because it's actually like fairy dust, you guys. Like they said, think about it. If you put one crystal in your room, one amethyst crystal in your room, it, it's only good for that one localized area. But if you take and pulverize amethyst... Um, then you can basically spread it around. You can use it in lotions. You can use it in body sprays. You can use it in ointments. I mean, are you kidding me right now? We can become, we can make our own apothecaries, you know, with um, adding in herbs and oils and such to use, you know, carrier oils to use, use it in massage oils and, you know, we all know that amethyst is a, a healing crystal, you know, and I used to think it was the most um, spiritual one, but which it still is. And it, I think it does resonate to the third eye, but um, even more so than that, lapis lazuli is the most prominent third eye stone, which is the one that Cleopatra used to pulverize and use as eyeshadow, blue eyeshadow. And put it, and you know, the eyelids are the thinnest skin on the entire body. So it's like she put lapis lazuli on her fucking eyelids. You know, like, wow, could that woman have fucking visions and damn near took over two men's country? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, she used a lot of her sacral energy to do that as well her charm and enchantment and stuff. But where do you think that inspiration came from? Like, you know, she was basically saying, yes, I want to use my third eye, you know? And it's like, 
when I started carrying, that's when the shit hit the fan back in 2002. Because the intent of that's attached to lapis lazuli is if that if I if I'm saying that correctly, I hope I am. Um, I might be saying it hillbilly style, but anyways, y'all know which one it is. It's the blue one with the pyrite in it, which pyrite pyro means fire. Like that's a fucking strong stone. And I, I almost went out and didn't come back kind of thing. Like my third eye cracked and I was scrying and remote viewing and all that back in 2002 when my consciousness expanded all at once. I, I kind of was out there like a hot air balloon and my husband had to reel me back in and he wasn't really good at that because he was also ADHD. So he was kind of a space cadet too. Um, and a Leo that liked attention and stuff. So he liked the attention we were getting from people when I was doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? Until it scared the fucking shit out of him because it was really accurate. And like I said, it scared me. And I put my cards in through the shredder and everything. You know, my tarot cards. And I was doing cartomancy at the time as well, which is the the oldest way of divination with cards in general was with playing cards. You know, the, like the four suits, you know, and the four suits developed into the major arcana or not the major arcana, the, um, those are the, like the king, queen, you know, everything from the jack forward is basically your major arcana in, in a tarot deck. They developed out of the playing cards, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, then the four suits, like the pentacles, the cups, the wands and the swords came from the four suits of the playing cards. So you see what I'm saying? Like the one, two, three, four, all the way up to 10. Those are your ace through, you know, ace of wands through 10 of diamonds became whatever, swords or something. You know what I mean? So cartomancy was the original, the original gangsta bitch uh, way to read tarot cards. And um, these were from 1904 that his dad found for me in one of those, um, what is that called? When before like pawn shop came out on TV and the, you know, the, where you get the public storage unit, you would purchase it and then you could have everything in it and sell it. Basically his dad was doing that and he found that deck of cards and they, depending on if you laid it reversed or if you, um, if you put it down straight up and down, like it wasn't really a reverse thing because you know, if you turn a playing card, it's going to look the same way both ways. But uh, depending on which way it came out in a reading is how you would read it. It had a little paragraph at, at each end of it that were like, you know, here's one if you flip it this way, but if you flip it this way, this is what's relevant in your reading. And it had the little instruction packet and the, the box that it was in was literally falling apart and I wrapped it in pink silk, you know, because I wanted to take care of it. And every time I got those cards out, I mean, they were brown, they were wore out, but they were still intact. Those cards were meant to come to me. You see what I'm saying? Like they always, I always attracted divination tools ever since I was eight years old. So it was like, with this deck, it was amazing. What, I mean, like the Jack of Clubs was an older gentleman with dark hair and dark eyes. And then the Jack of um, Spades was like 
a younger gentleman, you know, with dark hair and maybe light eyes or something. And then it would be maybe like a business partner. And then, you know what I mean? Like it might say something specific like that. Then you would have like a, or no, it didn't have business partner. It would tell you from one of the other cards, if it was business relationship, you could piece it together. You'd be like, Oh my God, this is all about a man and business and money coming in. Or this is about a, an older gentleman that will be coming in to, you know, that's interested in you. And, you know, it's like, it was so cool. And then the queen, like the red suits were the light hair and light eyes. You know what I mean? So it was really interesting the way those cards work. They got very specific. And that's when I got freaked out. And that's the deck that I put through the shredder was the cartomancy deck. And I was like, I never want to see them some bitches again. They freaked me the fuck out. And that's when I was having issues with my Christian upbringing. And I had to start, like, Googling, like, if this is what I'm supposed to be. And then I'm really good at all this scrying. And which was being associated with witch, you know, being a witch. And I'm like, why am I good at scrying? Why am I good at remote viewing? Why am I good? Who the fuck am I? And my mom died on a solstice. Um, I was married twice on the fall equinox. When I was on the Positive Head interview, uh, number 844 on Positive Head, which is a humongous um, project, a podcast that's been on for five years with Brandon Beecham. And he's now doing optimistic TV show for Gaia. And I've talked to him on the phone. I just finished chatting with one of his friends that lives in Massachusetts. Um, he's supposed to come on my podcast. And, um, like, that podcast ended up um, happening, posting on the 21st of December, which was the anniversary of my mom passing away. And I was like, oh my God, this feels like my mom helped me get this into place, you know, because it happened on her birthday or not her birthday, but the day she passed. And not only that, but that this continuous flow of things happening on equinoxes and solstices, you know, if I looked back through my history, like who knows how many significant events happened on, on the days of the days of celebration in the old way. And that's when I started to wonder, am I a fucking witch? You know, no, I'm not a witch. It's just in my blood. You know what I mean? That weird woo woo way is in my, it's in my ancestry. And that's why these divination tools, I don't ask for them. They just show up. It's crazy y'all. Like before I acknowledged it and accepted it, they would just show up like Harry Potter shit. Like there's a one letter. Oh, somebody rips that letter up. Well, then we're going to come back in with the Ouija board. And then we're going to come back in with the crystals. And then we're going to come back in with this deck coming from your, um, you know, you go to metaphysics or you go to hair school and you end up learning metaphysics, you know, cause that's what we did on the weekends. And I hated doing hair. So it's like, Jesus, really? Like, I guess this is who the fuck I am, you know? <laughs> so, but anyways, um, I, I really would like to be at working at one of these festivals. And someone randomly walked up to me work at work yesterday at Amazon and said, someone told, told me, I'm sorry, I know, you, do you remember me? I, I worked with you when you were on PIC, and meaning the, I was on PIT with her, like the forklift or reach truck. 
and she said, do you remember me? We were talking over there one day when we were picking on foot in the library. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. I'm not very good with my memory. I said, but what's up? And she said, well, someone told me that you read um, Oracle cards. And she had a friend with her. And she's like, it's for her. But she was kind of shy, I guess. And she asked if I, she could have my info. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is taking off. This is crazy. You know, and then I've been doing the YouTube thing. And then I talked to Brandon Beecham's, one of his best friends. And I'm like, I'm having people on the podcast. I'm like, this is insane. Like, you know, it just starts taking off and you get momentum, you know. Like, I just said, fuck it. I guess I'm going back to work. And I'll do, work at this stupid day job, you know, forever. And I was basically having the mentality that I was going to give up on it all. And I'm like, I guess the universe doesn't want me to do this after all, you know. And, well, it's not just about me. See what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I needed to be there to be with Stanley because he's never been to the psychic fair. And Jacob's going to come with us. And then I have another girlfriend meeting us there. And maybe even a couple people from Amazon that I mentioned it to yesterday at lunch. And I'm like... This is, I've always wanted people to come to the psychic fair with me, and now I'm going to have a shit ton, you know? I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, you know? Like, this is going to be the best psychic fair yet for me, you know? Like, all of this great energy, and my friend, he, the universe makes a space, see? The, he has a calling as well, and he's in denial of it, and now he's experiencing this health issue. Um, they said he can absolutely survive this. Because we thought, he said that they thought it moved into his lungs. But when they brought the x-ray in, they said it, it was like a nodule on both of his lungs. And he said, well, I had pneumonia in my 20s really, really bad. And they said I could have scar tissue on my lungs from it. And they said, well, it could be that. And then that would mean that this is localized. And they can just take his left kidney. And he can keep functioning on the one that he's been functioning on for 10 years. So... That's in perfect operating condition. So he has that worry off of his mind because he's been doing it for so long already. Most people are like, am I going to be okay with one kidney if they take one? You know, well, guess what? Yeah, I fuck yeah. Because he's already been doing it for, they said, up to 10 years. So not only is he going to survive, but he's getting a second chance. You see what I'm saying? He's getting a chance to lean into what the universe is calling him to do. Because he comes from down around Winchester. And that's like, he, you know, he grew up like my parents did. You know, back in the backwoods and stuff like that. And I think those are, those are, um, we are the modern day manifestation of our ancestors. You see what I'm saying? And we still have a purpose on this planet. And I know hillbillies have been mocked a lot, but that maybe that's why they've been mocked a lot. So um, no one would ever figure out that they're the most intuitive, gifted folks out there. You know, I mean, naturally gifted. You can develop them, but naturally born with it, you know, because... God knows I've got story after story with, uh, you know, how many times, I mean, the cards have never, ever, 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 ever been wrong. They have all, I've had people sitting in front of me crying at the flea market, like, because the, the
the cards went straight to the matter of the heart that was keeping them from moving forward. And they had just sit there and cry. And they open up to me like they would never open up to a therapist. And I'm sitting there, I'm in complete neutrality and hopefully sitting there with unconditional love because I love most people more than I love myself. I like, I get gratification from seeing people heal. You know what I mean? And to be a part of that is so solid. Just learning that what I was exploring into is very solid work. You know what I mean? And that now I don't have to feel scared of it because it's helping people heal so much faster than being taken down the road by therapists for 10 years and not getting anything done and them having to sit in shame and not tell the real things that are on their mind or things that they haven't thought about in so long that they forgot about that didn't know was holding them back subconsciously that they could not create something else with that in their in their field you know what i mean they were drawing negativity by not clearing that from their field so you hear my bells i always have those on my purse so people are sometimes like they look at me funny and i'm like just don't ask because I ain't going to sit here and explain to you that high frequencies get rid of negative entities. And if I walk in somebody's house, I don't know what the hell, what the hell's in there, you know, or I walk in to a store. I don't know what the person next to me has attached to them. So I'm like, um, yeah, I just have my little bells and I got these at the psychic fair. I mean, it's like one of those little Indian bracelets. It's meant to be an anklet, but I have really fat ankles. So <laughs> for the moment and let's reverse that I have really skinny ankles <laughs> so um anyways I think it was like five bucks and I think really honestly believe that they know that frequency everything's frequency that this bells clear negative energy you know I have tinctures I have a crystal bell that I ring when I do readings you know sage all of that I'm like oh this house needs cleared today you know we just had an argument you know and it's just hanging in the air and it's like got to get rid of that or it'll just um it'll just stagnate and cause more so anyways I am sitting in the parking lot at work I'm on time I'm going to make it I'm going to keep it that way and I'm going to get off here, y'all. And I hope you have the most magical, fun day, synchronicities all day long. Focus on the fact that you are pure magic. You are magic. You are not, what was it I saw the other day? You are not a spirit in a body. You are, you are a body inside a spirit. Think of it that way. Like, you, you are a body floating inside an electromagnetic field. And I think that's a really cool way to look at it. Like, your body is not even the prominent part. It, you control everything in your life by what emanates from your field. So, your own frequency. So, get your frequency, listen to some fun music, and start setting intentions. Get yourself into a high vibe emotion, and put your intentions out there because I know um, there's a lot of people who go with the phases of the moon and and but those are um, when it comes down to it any day is a good day to manifest any day is a holy day it's not just certain days of the year it's not just holidays 
to be celebrated. It's not just Thanksgiving to be grateful. It's every day is blessed. Every day is a holy day. They just took that away from us by saying only these days are holy holidays. Get it? See what I'm saying? So anyways, I am sending you blessings. I am sending you love and I'm sending you gratitude for listening to my podcast. And I feel grateful and blessed exactly how things are right now because I know that every day in every way I'm getting better and better and so are you so are you you have the capability to repeat that every day and that comes from I think Jose Silva you know the um Silva Silva um transcendent meditation kind of people like, I don't know if I'm saying that right. But anyways, every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. So, love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I guess I'll talk to you later. Bye.